Welcome to the Mum Safe Movement podcast. I'm your host, Jen Dugard. I'm so excited that you're here and now part of this very important movement for change in the way mums are looked after in the fitness industry. In 2020, 4.35 million women used our gyms and fitness facilities in comparison to 3.5 million men. Further to this, in 2016, the ABS reported that 77% of women over the age of 15 in Australia would become mothers. This is 3.35 million mothers or 42.7% of a personal trainer's potential clientele. Yet our fitness certificates don't teach us enough and mums themselves receive very little, if any, education about how to move safely and effectively. I am here to change that. This podcast is an accumulation of over 16 years in the fitness industry, a decade working face-to-face with mums themselves and teaching thousands of trainers in my Safe Return to Exercise certification. And most recently, bringing mums and trainers together around the MumSafe brand. This podcast is the next step into raising our voices and bringing mums and the trainers that work with them into the arena to achieve our mission of safe and effective exercise for women at every stage of motherhood. Let's dive in. Welcome to the third episode in the Focus on You series here on the Mum Safe Movement podcast, where we're diving into the journeys of some of our Mum Safe trainers. Today, I'm talking to Lisa of Body Reset Fitness. Lisa's mission is to give ladies and mums a supportive environment alongside education about their bodies to reset and rebuild from the inside out. Lisa is mum to two active teenage boys and understands how strong you have to be to be a mother, both, both physically and mentally. Body Reset Fitness was born out of the awareness that some women do not feel comfortable in a gym environment. They're not sure where to start or they need to be in an environment where they feel welcomed, comfortable, safe, included and seen. Lisa became a MumSafe trainer back in 2019 and has made some huge transitions within her already established fitness business, which we'll dive into in today's episode. Lisa's a really great example of someone who takes learnings, implements, and then consistently refines along the way. She's also incredibly generous with her energy and support of other trainers inside the team. I know you're going to love listening to and learning from Lisa's journey. So let's dive on in. Hey team, it's Jen here. And before we get started with today's podcast, I wanted to share something with you that I'm so excited about. I've gone back to my bootcamp days and I've put together an immersive and empowering three-day bootcamp designed specifically for fitness professionals who work with mums. Now, I understand the unique challenges you face in balancing your professional aspirations with the demands of motherhood and life. And I'm here to provide you with the tools and knowledge you need to succeed. Join me on the 8th, 9th and 10th of November from 12.30 till 1.30 each daylight saving time for what I will know will be an absolutely awesome three days. So if you're an exercise professional passionate about helping mums achieve their fitness goals and you're looking to make a mark in the fitness industry, you need to be part of this bootcamp experience. You can head to gendugard.com forward slash bootcamp to grab your spot and best of all, it's completely free. I look forward to seeing you there. 
Lisa, welcome to the Mum Safe Movement podcast. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Jen. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited that you're here. I'm looking forward to this conversation a lot. Um, <laughs> let's just go straight into it. Let's kick us off with a word, a win, and a working on. Uh, word, I'm excited. Term four, I love term four. It's so much fun. Uh, navigating clients, getting through term four, which is the busiest for them, but it's also the most fun because we get to play you know, Santa and all that kind of stuff. Um, win is I have launched my women's health and maternal journeys collaboration networking group, finally. Uh, and I've already, not that I've really gone out to the public yet with it, but I've already got 25 professionals in that group already. So that's Amazing. my win for this um, quarter and working on getting out into the community. So each Wednesday I am out into the community. I've got uh, a new women's health physio that I'm meeting next week and another sports-based physio next week also in collaboration and working through how we best communicate with other professionals and fitness professionals back and mm. forth. So, yeah, I'm super excited about that. Fantastic. We'll mm. dive further into that as we go, I'm yeah. sure. Um, where I want to start, though, is like the beginning. So go back. Um, how did you even get into the fitness industry? And then how did you start working with women? And then I know that mums has come a little bit later, although you've had mums within your business for a long time, mm -hmm. like concentrating yep. on mums has come later. So how did you even start working in fitness? So always a gym bunny from my twenties. Uh, then was a legal secretary <laughs> for 15 years. Not different had, at all. Yeah. 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 No, no, definitely not. <laughs> uh, had two kids and my eldest is special needs uh, and I had to find a job going back into part-time that would uh, kind of colorate with all the um, appointments that he had, mm. therapies, kid wrangling. My two boys are 14 months apart so they're very close and I had to find something that I could make a work-life balance work. Anyway, so kind of, it was a slow process. I went into management of a fitness business and loved that side. Then I went into a dietitian's assistant and then I used to house clean for our bachelor friends, which was really cool because I could just turn the music on really loud and just do that. So those three jobs kind of did my little ones, you know, in and out with three jobs. Then I won a scholarship. So just randomly, I thought I'd just back myself one day, went down to an open day, won the scholarship and did my course. I was one of four mums in this group of like 30. And I remember like the mum sat up in the back row, which was so funny. And we, like all the mums just literally nailed the course. And yeah, so that started 2016. So coming up to my seventh year next year and started off doing a small group boot camp, taking over from a girlfriend who had moved out of the area. Then I went into big four, big 24-7 gyms uh, and then broke away post-COVID and doing completely solo by myself in a home studio, outdoor settings, both large group and mums and bubs. Yeah, right. It's interesting what you just said about the the mums nailed the course. So a oh, little, yeah. little bit off. Like, I just think that people underestimate what mums will do and can do yeah. when they put their mind to it. And I put this Absolutely. into as well, like not only learning and education, mm. but um, I was chatting to someone 
um, who does recruitment for the fitness industry. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying to her, like, they're like, you know, all these gyms don't have staff, like yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm like, why aren't you attracting mums into yeah. it? And they're like, no, 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 this specific gym only yeah. wants full-time staff and they've got yeah. to work these odd hours. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but if you just job share that, like Absolutely. the motivation Absolutely. and the, and the dedication, yeah, yeah, that a mum yeah. has to get in, yeah. do a really yeah. fucking good job yeah. and then Absolutely. get out again. Yeah. Like they're missing such, I won't name names as to yeah. who the, the, <laughs> the, the big gym is and, and all the rest of it, but if they're listening to this, Look, you're you doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> so you nailed your course and you went into boot camps and then into twenty four seven and then post COVID that's when you launched when was Body Reset Fitness kind of founded, like the brand? Uh, so twenty sixteen. Yep. And then yeah, so twenty seventeen was a mix of outdoor classes plus working in a twenty four seven gym. Okay. Yep. And who was your like market at that point? Was it mums back then <laughs> um, or was literally it literally anyone that wanted to play? <laughs> Cool. You know, is, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, and I, I knew, I definitely knew that to start with, you know, when you initially start your PT business, it's literally trying to get as much. What I wanted to do is get as much um, on hands, professional um, experience that I could and meet as many other PTs that were in the space years upon years upon um experience than me and mm. I literally just gathered all that information and then it wasn't really until 2019 that I really started to go right I want to work with mums yeah cool and were there more mums in your training sessions do you think just by absolutely yeah default? Just, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah 90 yeah. percent of my mums yeah absolutely yeah and think back to when you did your course and I know you said you nailed it but was there an awareness then that what you were learning wasn't enough or was it more just like this is what I'm being taught because I didn't have that awareness when I did my course I know that for sure no idea no Mm. idea that there was not enough information and I know my journey through fitness and returning to exercise and things like that was um it was just like take one step in front of me and then just figure it out as I go but yeah not there's yeah definitely not enough Prenatal, postnatal, perimenopause, menopause, there is definitely not enough in the management and exercise and things like that that we need to adapt. Absolutely. So when did it start to become apparent to you that you needed to know more about the women that you were working with? I think it was during COVID when literally we were all in survival mode. Um, We shut down our doors. We went to 35 sessions per week on Zoom. That's a lot of time and a lot of hours to communicate and <laughs> have I conversations with your client. My body, man. my body definitely did not like it, but you get to really know your clients and yeah. you know, the things that we navigated during that time, I think if you're in a space to be training clients to just get them to five, 10% feeling better than they were that day, then oh, just the connection, the conversations that we had really kind of bounced me into, I want to support these mums coming out mm. of that. And then onwards as we journey on through the different ages and stages of life. Okay. So you started to. connection as well. Definitely. 
the more what connection you that? that you have with a client, the relatability. Yeah, okay. And uh, the space where you hold for your clients that they can be honest because that's where you get the best and true results. Mm. Yeah. And then so during COVID you were kind of going, I need to learn more about working with yeah. mums. So I did a few courses. <laughs> <laughs> like so did everybody. Oh, my God. It was one of those times yeah. as a course provider that you thought yeah. everything's yeah. going to go quiet. Yeah, like, no. It went absolutely nuts because everyone was just like, fuck I think it, I did, I'll just learn. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I think I bought, I, I, yeah, three courses back to back. That's what I did. Yeah. So what when I wasn't teaching. What uh, so I did Safe Return to Exercise. I did mm-hmm. Nadia's uh, Female Health and Performance Coach and the Girls Gone Strong. Women's Yeah, uh, there's some for... chunky courses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you did those three courses and then what? Then I joined Mum Safe team yep. because I knew where I wanted to go at that stage. Mm-hmm. I needed some assistance. I'd literally been running my business solo for however many years, five, four or five years already. Uh, and I didn't have any idea of where I wanted to go next. So I joined Mum Safe. Think- Let me, let's just repeat that because <laughs> what I just heard you say was I had no idea of where I wanted to go next. I think there was no direction. I was just like, yep, yeah, let's just do training. No future projections of where I wanted to take the business. No, there was nothing like that. So you mean more from a business perspective rather than a I want to work with women and mums perspective? Yeah, yeah. Because there must have been something about you that went. Because some people say, oh, I don't want to join Mum Safe because I just work with everyone. I'm like, cool, do you work with mums? They're like, yeah, okay, yeah. cool, well, you yeah. fit. Um, but yeah. for you, but then you were wanting to move, were you wanting to move your business? I know that you I wanted to launch work with a mums mom, and mums class and we can talk but about I also that. Work with ladies or grow that part of your business. ages and different stages as well. So it's, it's not just mums, it's ladies. And they know someone else that is a mum as well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I can help them, then they'll pretty much spread the word. You know, my trainer said this, you know, are you doing that? Are you training with a mum safe trainer? Yeah. Just like little vibrations. All <laughs> <over>. <laughs> it's just that ripple effect. It's a ripple it? effect. Absolutely. It is. It is. Okay. So you joined mum safe, weren't sure yeah. of your direction. Mm-hmm. Um, can you elaborate on that more? Like, it, again, like I'll just ask the question again just to make sure that I'm understanding so we all go in the right direction. You knew you wanted to work more with women and mums, um, but so directionally you were correct or you knew you wanted to go that way, hence why you kind of went mum safe is working for me, it's going to work for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but from a – not but and from a business perspective, mm. there was – that is that mainly where the, the I didn't have a plan? Yeah, no plan and my boundaries were all over the shop. Let's talk boundaries because you're good at this. <laughs> I love your messages. Like you're one of those people I get this message. I'm like, I've just yeah. done this. It's so yeah. good. Like yeah. look at this. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the boundaries and the layers. <laughs> all right. So talk to me about what they were like. like. So boundaries. Oh, my life before I met you, Jen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, so uh having two little ones so kid wrangling husband's a shift worker as well so works for endeavor energy and we would tag team outside our driveways who's oh my gonna look God. after the kids not even yeah. in the house yeah no nah, no nah, tag team i'd be waiting out the driveway he'd be driving down the street right done i would work at 4 30 in the morning i would race back to get the kids to daycare childcare, whatever mm. it may be school 
then I would go back to the gym and do sessions till lunchtime. I would come home, have lunch, cook dinner, go pick the kids up, come back, get the kids sorted, get ready for whoever was looking after the kids in the afternoon and go back to the gym by about 4.30 p.m., 5 o'clock. And I wouldn't come home till 9, 9.30. Mm. So literally what I did for at least two to three years of my PT mm. life. And it was, it's literally a whirlwind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> like, I'm just actually impressed that you cook dinner in that because my kids would be eating a fuckload of beans on toast. <laughs> What can we just throw in the oven? Beans on toast. But you know what? It's interesting because my boys, like they remember certain foods that were like the real big constants at that time. Like, oh, we haven't had that for a while. I said, yeah, because I'm like totally sick of that. (laughs) (laughs) What was that Um, like the batch cooking that you could just make a heap of and pull out? And even like getting my mum, like, you know, I messaged my mum and said, hey, can you just like drop off some like pastry pies or whatever it was, like the super (laughs) easiest thing, some muffins, double batch that. She's she still does to this day, thank goodness. Amazing. But, um, yeah. But, yeah, so boundaries was massive and I knew I was burning out. Uh, I wasn't, and it always will be a a learned practice doing boundaries mm. and work-life balance. I think you would just adapt every year going forward. But it was not answering the phones until or messages until I'm actually working. Um, yeah, I would be answering messages all late nights and things like that just because it was quiet I would do it but that didn't work it I was completely burnt out yep uh and so that took me to 2019 let's just go a bit deeper into that because what are Mm. the like what I just heard you say is um you created boundaries around or maybe let's let's go into and I don't know if I've actually asked the question now I'm thinking about it is at that point you started to implement boundaries into your business um Mm. because there's all these things that didn't work um, mm. One of them was not answering text messages. Yeah, late at night. I like yeah. that one. Like I have, you you already know, but like I do not answer yeah. messages at this yeah. time. So I actually yeah. feel like someone's really privileged if I message them at night time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but don't so, fucking ex- expect to reply. <laughs> I think when you absolutely love your job, mm. like I, I really love my job, uh, I could quite happily be in a little room, answer calls, do all my things, 24-7. But real life, you know, I've got two children. I've got a husband I've got to pay attention to. Um, I've got friends and family who I want to meet up as well. So, mm. um, and I think, yeah, it's a, it's a real big learning curve when you start putting your boundaries in. But then I think once I involved my clients in it and I made them aware of what the next stage would look like in business, this is what I'm doing. If I don't answer the call, then uh you know I'll message you when I'm next back on and it actually changed the conversation with my clients because they would change their messages going it's not urgent just chat to me tomorrow then they would put their comment they just needed to get it out into because it was done yeah and I loved that happening like I loved that they were looking and then they would think okay I had a couple of clients going okay I should be shouldn't be on my phone at that time of night so it's interesting how it plays forward into clients lives as well and also I wonder what boundaries they were then setting going, oh, I don't need to answer this person right now or I yeah. don't need to mm. be on yeah. call 24-7. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> we need to live a little bit. Yeah. What other boundaries did you put in place? So we've got client boundaries uh, around so client boundaries, communication. Uh, 
my personal space, my personal mm-hmm. time. Uh, I don't think I had any of that when I first originally started. What is that? Yes. What's that? Yeah. What is that? So literally if I wasn't doing business, I was doing kid stuff. There was no downtime at all. So now my minimums per day is my 30 minute walk, uh, my 10 minutes of sunshine minimum during my lunch break. Um, what happens if there's even, no sun? Um, there's no sun. I just go and sit outside, you know, right? we're somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got on the okay. cover. So yeah. <laughs> anywhere, 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 just outside. Yeah. Just okay, out and away Nature from time. the computer. Yeah. Away yeah. from the computer, away from my studio. Uh, and Do you take your phone. Uh, I, well, sometimes I listen to my books. So I okay. read books, you know, it is what it is. Um, I find, yeah. So it's walking sunshine and, um, time away. So I have to have a break and I'm really good at that now. I'm like mm. nailing that. <laughs> I'm so yeah. much happier if I get some How sunshine. How long has it taken <laughs> you to nail it though? Oh, so long, so long. I know that my, when I have days when I don't have that sort of stuff in my life or my day, yep. I'm like, oh, I'm a bit cranky. So yeah. Mm. And it's interesting because on Saturday morning I did a class and it was 8 a.m. And they're like, what's going on with you? You're like so excited at 8 a.m. And I'm like, because I've had a whole week of sunshine and I've had a great week. It's fantastic because I've literally stuck to my minimums where I'm talking to my clients about what are your minimums? What are your minimums per day that you need to do to continue on your journey to your goals? Mm. And then if I showcase mine, then I feel like I'm relatable to my clients as well. Yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? Because as personal trainers, we can talk to our clients and say, these are, mm. these are what, what are your minimums? But yeah. then yeah. we are quite happy to sacrifice our own minimums in order oh, to look absolutely. after them and to absolutely. try and grow a business and to look after absolutely. the kids. So then you're just like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, and I yeah. think we're all, we, we all do it, you know, mm. we, back in the day, you know, I'd say yes to everyone um, to train, but meanwhile like what about my training what about my downtime like I'm telling all you guys to go to bed early and all that kind of stuff but I'm yeah. not going to bed early bedtime's um, a big one isn't it like I 9 30 9 I'm in the 8 30 club at the moment <laughs> like dude I because the sun's coming up so early here, yes. like it's basically yes. light by 5 a.m which I love yes. like love. I'm waking yes. up with the light yeah. And I, a few, like last week, I think I'd been pushing the bedtimes and yeah. it'd been, I don't know, 9 30, yeah. 10 o'clock. I think on Saturday, yeah. Indy and I stayed up till 11 o'clock. We're just Ooh, watching fucking, we've rebel. been got into dance mums, which I can't actually uh, believe that yeah, I'm saying okay. that on, yeah. on something people will listen to. <laughs> but my 13 year old daughter likes yeah, it and we, and the, and the and 15 year old yeah. exits yeah. the room. Anyway, yeah. we watched episode after episode till 11 yeah. o'clock, 11 oh, o'clock. Yeah. And it took me a good two days. And then this week yeah. I'm like, it's 8 15, everybody. We're going good to bed. Yeah. So I think, you know, when you've got your boundaries, like sleep, I mean, we've said to our clients, you know, Mm. sleep is the most important part of it all. Yeah. Uh, And it's such an easy, accessible tool to change. And as trainers, uh, I know, you know, in our, in our space too, we, we talk all the time where thinking about what's happening with that client like our brains are going crazy all the time and I feel like sleep is our way to just go right that's it Mm -hmm. quiet sleep do you track your sleep with anything no I don't I literally just sleep all the way through (laughs) (laughs) don't need to no wake up five every day and I'm wanting to get out of bed and start my day so I feel like I'm pretty good with that. yeah 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 I bought an aura yeah. ring and yeah. part of it the ri- original like so Ben's been away for a while yeah and I don't sleep when he's in my bed yeah like he yeah. snores and he's like I had a, <laughs> an app once that 
was it's called sleep or pillow or something and yeah. it tracks the noise at night yeah. and I'm like it tells me that the I'm decibel. fucking snoring it is not me snoring so I'm like dude this is you snoring all fucking night and this is how many times I wake up because of your snoring not because, because of mine yeah um but he's away at the moment so I don't have to deal with that but um yeah. my aura ring says I'm winning yeah, um, awesome. <laughs> okay, so we've got personal time, we've got sunshine mm-hmm. or rain time, yeah, like whatever yeah. it looks like, nature yeah. time. We've got um, boundaries around communication. Mm. We've yeah. got sleep. Like, yeah. What are the boundaries? Because you're the boundaries queen. What else? Yeah. yeah. Anything else? Um, saying yes to things that, yeah, this is a big one. Saying yes to things that lift me up in a space that I want to go. Mm. so finding things that I know that excite me and I literally say yes to that stuff straight away the stuff that's keeping me like under the level I I pretty much say no to Um, Mm. whether that's in education base um, conferences workshops uh, in even in social settings if something I know those people like they're just my jam I will say yes to uh, more so than I would before but mm. I do have a balance because I don't like going out every weekend. <laughs> Too much. That's really I can't do that anymore. I have yeah. a little bit of a balance going on now. Yeah, I'll say yes to that. But then the next to the weekend, people I'm that like, fill your home. cup, right? Absolutely, and if, if like, absolutely. Not sure. Yes. Cool. <laughs> no, it's okay. I've had a big week. Sleep now. <laughs> and even I haven't had a big week. I just don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. Sorry. Maybe yeah. you wouldn't but say I it think, in that way. I think that's like with PTs. I think. We are so full on during the week. And my girls actually asked me the other day, they're like, what do you do? Like, because you're so full on, what do you do like at the end of the week? And pretty much when I finish Friday lunchtime, I go like quiet as a mouse. Like I'm Mm. really super quiet Friday night. I re-energize for Saturday morning class. That's a full hour of just me, you know, going crazy. And I want to energize my clients ready for their weekend as well. And then literally I'm just quiet as a mouse for the rest Mm. of the weekend. And I just you know, get my stores and I'm good to go. Yep. Yeah. So you're, um, I feel like you're more extroverted than me, but maybe you're introvert, extrovert as well. introvert, extrovert. same. Like, you know, imposter syndrome, all that sort of stuff. But I am an introvert. Yep. But I, I I don't know. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm not a true Leo. I'm yeah. I'm just like a balance. I like floating. But you're really good to be like this vivacious person in a like social environment. I love to, like, it's so simple, like a smile, um, like eye contact, Mm. um, using your words and bringing the energy to someone can lift and change someone's day in a matter of seconds. Yeah. And I absolutely love that about my job. Yeah. Like it's just milliseconds in their day that you can change. When you're walking, do you do that when you're walking as well? Are you there? Morning. Yeah. Hi. So, <laughs> I went walking with my husband the other day and he's like, oh, my God, like, seriously, you need to turn it down. It's like 8 o'clock in the morning. You just need to. No, 8 o'clock's late, man. I'm with you on this one. Like, I may yeah. not want to stop and have a big conversation yeah. with you, but yeah. I will damn well say yeah. hello to every yeah. fucking person yeah. that I run yeah. or walk past. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. To the point at which I will interrupt the conversation that I'm having to say hi to the person that's walking down the street. I've got friends that are just like, oh my God. (laughs) You know, like I think no matter what, like it's just, it's courtesy to say hello. And I think 
you can make such an impact in someone's day by saying hello. I think that's, you've nailed it there. Like it's yeah. the impact. Such it's an that impact. you see somebody, yeah. you can yeah. bring like a moment. Like that person could be having the worst day. Oh, feel like absolutely. they've got nobody that sees them. Nobody. Like you don't yeah. know what's going on and you make eye contact, smile yeah. and say and hello. And that's actually, that's actually brought, when I used to train seniors at the gym, mm. there was one gentleman and he was probably about 75, did the seniors class. The most exciting part of his day, he'd lost his wife to cancer years ago, but his most um, exciting part of the day was to open up the can of cat food and feed his cat because the cat was excited. So he goes, I'm training mm-hmm. to be able to still open that can of um, cat food. Oh, and yeah. so for him to come into a setting where I was excited to see him, we were training, we we're working on group strength and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You are also the cat. Do you know that? <laughs> She's excited to see like, me. I know, exactly. And I feel like it's just a simple tool that, and I feel good because I've made them feel good. Mm. So, yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's me. Yeah. Which I think, Lisa, like if we take it, and I don't think you do any of this to be good at business, but when you think about what business is and community creating and relationship building. Oh, um, absolutely. It's, it's what is the icing on the top of someone yeah. that might find that stuff hard. And the fact yeah, that, absolutely. you know, it, it, maybe it comes naturally. Maybe it's a little bit thought out. Maybe there's a lot of self-awareness. In fact, I don't want to say maybe there's a lot of mm. self-awareness on mm. your part, mm. um, but it's that little one percenter that yeah. um, you choose to do because it makes you feel good. Yeah. And also the ripple effect of that is it makes other absolutely. people feel good and you build that community around you. Yeah. And it's interesting, like, even though, you know, we've got mums that have got newborns all the way up till like 20, 30 year old kids, mm. but they can all work in a space and support each other. And I think that's like, that is amazing to watch when you step back and see that happen. Like that is just, ah, oh, I love it. Yep. So good. Okay. Let's let's shift. Although I yeah. think we shifted many directions in that conversation, <laughs> which I love. I love. I'm so. I didn't make any notes for our call today because I was like, it's just going to flow. Yeah, just come. It's just going to be yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um. So we've talked about boundaries. The other thing. What was the yeah. other thing that you put in place? And I hope you say the right thing now because I I, mm-hmm. I wrote it down. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something else that you put in place. Um. As a result of, I guess, becoming a mum safe trainer, but not you know just having more guidance or direction within your business. Uh, besides boundaries, mm. knowing my numbers, mm-hmm. finances. I yep. never looked at that before, <laughs> ever. And uh, now you're like, let's go into that a little uh, bit more. And we talk yeah. about it on every podcast with a, with a, with a yeah. trainer, but let's fucking do it because everyone yeah. needs to hear this a 600 Absolutely. million times. Yeah. yeah. So knowing my numbers, uh, how much I need to bring into, because I pay rent, you know, I pay rent at the schools, I pay rent for council grounds. Uh, I need to make sure I cover that. I need to make sure I cover paying myself mm. uh, and where you need to know your expenses like I think when I was working with you Jen in the mastermind I went through one term and I went through all my subscriptions as PTs we have so many subscriptions and I literally wiped $3,000 off my um, expenses just by doing that and looking at it and that's Mm. awesome Um, whereas I could put the money into something else that would benefit my whole business Um, knowing how much how many clients I need to fill classes. So knowing your numbers um, and making sure that my 
numbers are growing and my leads are growing and really checking in with that every week. Yep. And having spreadsheets because we love spreadsheets. <laughs> I love spreadsheets. And yep. I love coloring, coding them, you know, like if they're all green, that means I've converted them all. And I'm like, okay, how many is that? I'm like, yes, cool. Awesome. That, and that's how many people get to help as well, right? Even I know. if it's not it's about amazing. the number, yeah. like it's not, it's, it's about no. the finances, obviously, because you absolutely. need a viable business, but yeah, also absolutely. look at all those yeah. green people that I help. How cool I know. is that? Yeah. So amazing. Can and we I think just talk? Oh, yeah. go on. You go first. No, 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 no you go. Uh I think I've just lost my train of thought. That's okay. You go. I get so excited sometimes. Yeah. Um, let's talk about viable business because a lot of people come into the fitness industry like yourself. And I wrote this yeah. down ages ago, actually, yeah. when you were yeah. talking. It's like you. Yeah. what I heard you say right at the beginning of the chat was yeah. I needed a part-time job that could help me, allow me to be a, a mum. Yeah. And I know that that part-time job didn't initially come in the running of your own business. Mm. Mm. But the business that you run now is yeah. an incredibly full-time. viable yeah. business that is full-time. Yeah. But what does that, like, I mean, you don't have to share numbers if you don't mm. want to, but if mm. you want to, that's, I mean, you're, you pay GST, right? Absolutely. Um, so you pay GST so that if, even if you don't want to throw annual incomes around, you are over the $75,000 GST threshold. Yep, um, so that to me is a, is a fucking viable business. Mm. Um, and you're aware of the money that you're, taking home because obviously mm. there's the money that comes in and then the money yeah. that goes out. Comes out. Do you yeah. want to, I mean, as much detail or not as you want and also things that you've struggled with or, cause I think sometimes people go, you know, I want to do this, but is it worth my time? Is it worth my energy? Should mm. I invest in it? Will it ever give me a, a job or a, mm. a, the freedom that I actually want? Or am I just going to yeah. be strapped into this thing that is taking my time and taking my mm. energy and is actually mm. worse than a job because it doesn't fucking pay me sick, sick leave and holiday pay. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Go into that in whichever yeah. way you so feel like is right before, for you. Before I met you, Jen, I never paid myself. So never. So what did you do? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. I have no idea. I don't know. It's so long ago. So long ago. But but when uh, you say you never paid yourself, like you never took money out of the business at all? I don't think I did, no. So you just paid your expenses, broke even and went, cool, that was fun. Pretty much, yeah, that was fun, yeah, pretty much. But it's interesting how like I thought it was part-time but it really was full-time because that's the only thing I was full-time doing and then I was the, building it to be full-time for free. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not laughing at you, by the way. No, I'm just no, laughing I, you know, I think so many people's I think, situation. I think it was in that imposter syndrome. I don't know whether I can do it. Mm. Don't know. We'll just see how it flows. Then it was built into six days a week. Um, you know, 85 clients on the books um, running. I don't know. What am I up to now? 20, 20 class, 20 sessions mm. a week. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was about two years ago I need to get into my financials. Otherwise, I could just keep doing this and not do what I was doing before, which was ridiculous, really. And I've got some dreams and goals, obviously, and I want to go and get them now. So I financially wise, I look at my numbers. Uh, I pay myself. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I just celebrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just celebrate. I sent you a message the other day, um, Jen. Uh, a full twelve months of full salary that I've just celebrated. Like I think that's pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, but before, like it was sporadic 
So mm -hmm. that's like a huge win for me. And yeah, knowing my worth now, like mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, I don't have to work exorbitant hours to find the love and the joy in the job anymore either. I think that's like, I don't have to work those 4.30 AMs to 9.30. Like I've got a really good work-life balance now that brings in the income that I need. Mm -hmm. um, but there's always space for growth, which of course. I'm working on now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. of course. Yeah. So we've gone from not paying yourself to paying yourself for the last 12 months, which yeah. is awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah. Do you want to share some of your dreams? Dreams. So. <laughs> <laughs> like they can be like, because I know that you've got a dream, like a purchase dream. Yeah, I do um, have a purchase dream. Yeah. So number one yeah so number one <laughs> so my boys will be finished high school in three years so yep. I've got like this three to five year window where we'll just stick it what I'm doing here mm -hmm. but my dream is to purchase a beach house and I will literally run retreats whether it be day retreats weekend retreats week retreats at least six times a year um, because I feel like there's a space where mums need that time away to rejuvenate and be around like-minded people. Mm. Like the, the most common answer to one of my recent polls for a treat was just, I just want to be around people that get me, that can understand, can relate, um, re-energize. And so that's what my future plan is. So hopefully the, uh, property market is in so my favour like by then. Three years, five years, what's the plan? Yeah, so the plan is to purchase something within the next twelve to eighteen months. Oh, and then right. we'll just see okay. what happens. Yep. And then we'll but slowly integrate the retreats in on a regular occasion. Yeah. And your business yeah. will um pay for the whole thing or pay the mortgage or like what's the mm, haven't got that far yet. But that sounds okay. great. Yeah, I think mm. that'd be a cool thing to weave in because it's like, mm. I mean, I don't know the, your family financial mm. structure yeah. and um, yeah. we're definitely not going to talk about that today. Yeah. <laughs> but like if you're going, this is a, um, we're purchasing it for this mm. reason. Mm. Um, I mean, there's way more qualified people than me to, mm. to think about tax write-offs and all that kind of yeah. thing. But yeah. my thought to you was, you know, whatever you purchase that beach house for mm. to mm. then go my business can pay the mortgage on that, mm. assuming there's a mortgage, mm. um, however that looks like. So whether that's income from the retreats or mm. that's income from what you're paying yourself and obviously mm. then there'll be some um, deductions and things like that yeah. because you are using it as a business. Yeah. Um, go get proper financial advice, not mine. Yeah. But if you can figure <laughs> out a way on your spreadsheet to go, yeah. okay, the mm. mortgage is, I don't know, 500 bucks a week, yeah. 1,000 bills a week. Mm. Body Reset Fitness pays the mortgage and still pays me my um, mm. my income. annual income. Yeah. That would be yeah. super cool. Yeah. So that's my future projection there. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, just give them a space where they can re-energise. There's a lot mm. of exhausted mums that just need that little, whether it's a day away or a night away, just to recharge. So it's yep. huge, huge. Yeah, nice. Let's um let's go back to into the kind of like the how your business evolved kind of space. So you joined mm -hmm. Mumsafe. Yeah. Knowing that you wanted to work with um so you're working with general pop, although the majority mm -hmm. of them were women and mums yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um what's what's kind of evolved in that sense for you? 
Uh, I think aligning myself with other fit, uh, or other fitness professionals and removing that competition from my whole space. Um, I think mm. that's something that made a massive game change. Plus aligning with allied health professionals and not being scared to go and confront them and say, hey, can we collaborate? Can we, um, you know, build a support network for our group of clients and, yeah, literally get the help and the assistance that our clients need that is out of our scope. And mm. I've got no issues with going to anyone that's a stranger now. I'm just literally straight up to them and introducing myself straight away. So did you, which is was that totally what, that... oh, no way did I do that. No way. Oh, okay. No way. <laughs> was it scary? No way. Or... I think once you, like, once you step into that space, you do it once and you're like, oh, it wasn't too bad. Like I felt a little bit nervous. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's do it again. You know, it's, it is what it is. Do you think that confidence you don't came know. from being? Yeah, I, I think so. So confidence definitely came repetition. Um, just keep on doing the layers and speaking to other people, asking who they see, and then literally building up those foundations of connecting. But yeah. do you think that the confidence to be in relationship with allied health professionals came mm. from when you did those three courses and became more educated? Because I don't know. I think it just, yes, and the connection, I think having the conversations on a regular occasion mm. with the MumSafe team or whether it was in Nard's space or whatever it may be, um, I think it just goes, I know my stuff and I think that's a big thing for us um, yeah. that we do know our stuff and, you know, sometimes I will catch myself and I'll go, that was just like a whole pile of verbal diary but I was talking like <laughs> nailed it. But I think once you step back and look at what you've done so far, like if you were to list what I have done since joining MumSafe, um, it's crazy. It's fun. It's fun. Fun and crazy. We like fun that. Fun and shit. crazy. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The more fun, the more crazy, the more audacious, absolutely. the more big, the more. Hey, you yeah. also mentioned competition. So mm. What was it like? How did you feel? And when we're talking about competition, we're talking about other trainers. Is other that right? Trainers. Yeah. So absolutely. what was that like beforehand? So when I started in the PT, PT industry, there was, oh, um, I think probably, oh, it was male dominated, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but I did ask for my hours and my kind of like three, six months comment to another gym uh, to be with the most experienced trainer. And that was a totally different experience coming into another 24-7 gym where they were just literally 20-year-old trainers. Um, and <laughs> there was like, yes, they're going to get the young teen, like the teenagers and the 20-year-olds to train with them, which is completely fine. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's interesting. I think, you know, what have you always doubt yourself you look at what they're offering, you look at what you're offering and then you go, why Like, why are they going to go with me? But then when I started to see the true value in what I offer, the conversations that we actually got in depth with my clients, mm -hmm. I knew that those type of trainers are not going to get to really know their clients. And I think that's where PTs who are going uh, into the space where they're learning about their client first and listening to their client first before they go into this is how we're going to train, this is what we're going to do. 
Yeah. So if we dive into that a little bit more, so the competition of like younger trainers mm. training in other ways, mm. um, and did you feel any other kind of competition to, to other trainers along the way or not really? Um, not really. Cool. Not really. No, it was yeah. not. Yeah. More like the, I think there was one comment that literally stood out to me was when I saw a young trainer tell a mum that she had to train six days a week um, at 6am to get any results. <laughs> Dude, you got no fucking idea. <laughs> And that's when, that, that was <laughs> yeah. my game. That was my game changer. When I said to myself, I have life skills. I know I've raised two kids, 14 months apart. It was like having twins. Mm. I've got one special needs, diabetes and cerebral palsy. I know how hard it is with that space plus special needs. That's where I knew I was at a space different mm. to, Yeah. And then when you step into the space of being surrounded by other trainers that also have that mm. experience, maybe not your mm. exact experience, obviously, mm. but what does that then feel like? I think I'm in, I think I can learn so much from any other trainer now. Like I absorb a lot more from other trainers than ever before. Like I'm more mm. aware of what's their point of difference. What can they offer? I'm like, and I am like the first one to go, that is so cool. Uh, and, but then that's not me, that's you. Mm. Uh, it's interesting how you change and whether that comes with age, I don't have no idea. Yeah. And I think it's also becomes that realization of going, you know what? I literally, literally, even if there was a duplicate of me, mm. cannot mm. look after every single mum that needs looking after. No, um, absolutely. And the duplicate would be saying the same mm. things, doing the same mm. things, and then mm. the fact that the other people sitting in, let's just say the mum space, the women's yeah. space, whatever you yeah. want to say, they've got a different personality. Yeah. They teach in a slight, slightly different yeah. way and yeah. all of the mums in the world can't hear no. every voice and absolutely. they need to hear somebody else's absolutely. voice. And I am probably in a better space to go, I'm not your person. Mm. I know who is and that's the power of being aligned and knowing a lot of people in the community that I can go, yeah, I'm not your girl. This person is, and yeah. you will be amazing and you'll work amazing together. And I think I'm so much more comfortable in doing that um, compared to when I first started. And mm. I would say yes to everyone. Yeah. I think the I just time look, and the energy yeah. that I have, um, I, I know, I know what I can offer and what I can't. Yeah. I, I think back about those days when you were trying to be something for everyone. It's such a head fuck because you're trying to do all the shit that one, you don't know anything about, yeah. two, you're not that interested yeah. in. Yeah. Um, and the second that you go, one, I can't serve everyone, and two, I don't need to know yeah. everything, is like yeah. this huge weight yeah. just comes off your absolutely. shoulders and you're like, yeah. oh, I could just yeah. do what I do. Sweet. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. How good and is if that? you like it, you can hang around with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lise, what are some of the tactical things that you've done in your business to grow your business? Because what did you say before? You're running 20-something? Yeah, 20 sessions, 20 classes, 10 hours of PT, uh, and then two mums and bubs classes per week as okay. well. Okay. And yeah. what's your opportunities to exercise? Um, I think it was 95. So for anyone listening that doesn't understand that, that means that across 27 classes, 10 PT and two mums and bubs, Lisa has mm -hmm. 95 opportunities for someone to train mm -hmm. with her. Now they don't mm -hmm. necessarily need to be 95 individual people. It could yeah. be 40 
seven and a half individual Absolutely. people Doing two, training two twice yeah. a week. <laughs> Probably not. Um, yeah. But it can be made up in any of that way. And, yeah. and how many spots, where are you sitting on your field? I have of? got three left in Mums and Bubs. Three. So you've got 92 spots filled out of 95. Yeah, I'm at capacity. Oh. I'm over capacity for small how groups good is that? and large group training. Yeah, it's amazing. Love it. And also for your mums and bubs, because I remember not long ago, you were like, fuck, the mums and bubs is harder because it was a later introduction for you, wasn't a it? A later introduction, but I knew that coming out of COVID, I think a lot of mums need to connect. That was mm. my main aim. It wasn't just about the exercise and safely returning them to exercise and educating them, but it was the space where we could connect these children these mums together again in an environment where it's outdoors, it's really relaxed, it's not structured, well, it's structured for exercising, but like the socialisation mm. is not structured. Uh, and I love the small group that I've got. I have got, you know, three more spots, but it's been a lovely awareness around, you know, these kids, these, especially the, the COVID babies, you know, they're still getting used to people having their masks off and reading everyone's facial expressions and mm -hmm. communication and they're quite shy. Uh, so I've loved seeing that evolve through Mums and Bubs and I feel like, you know, once you join a Mums and Bubs session, you're like, why didn't I do this? Like mm. everyone's turning up, you know, I look at the message group and they're like, I've had no sleep. I'm turning up as a red. And then someone else pop in and go, yep, I'm a red too. I'll join you. We can have a lay on the on the picnic mat, whatever it may be, you know. <laughs> I think that is just so important to, to not do motherhood solo. Like mm. if you're at home with baby or toddlers, whatever it may be, I really think that getting out of the house. <laughs> She's been so quiet the last year. She episodes. has. She's done amazing. And today. <laughs> We'll just ignore her and carry yeah, on. Yeah, just ignore her. Um, I think, you know, being in a space where you are seeing other mums, they're going through the same thing, you can have a really good conversation and be okay with that. I think that creates a space where it's okay to have the ebbs and flows of motherhood, which it truly is, and I totally get it. And we adapt exercises, we adapt the course, whatever we're doing during that day to how you're feeling and how you show up on the day as well. I love that. My dog is literally having a meltdown. I do not know what was going on. Zoomies. I'm like, there's actually no one there. Last night she had a field day because it was Halloween and she's like barking ah, every the, single yeah, time because yeah, yeah. Indy decorated the house and then, yeah, then, then went then out and came. left me to oh, it, which was awesome. awesome. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> circling back, so I, I really mm. want to talk about you know, what have you done to actually fill 95 spots? Like what are some of the tangible actions that you feel like have really moved the needle in your business to fill those 95 spots? Uh, my regular newsletter. Oh, I love this. So many people don't send newsletters. Yeah, like I've been pretty good and then I kind of have a week off and then I have this brainstorm again and go again. But I feel like that's probably the one thing that I have been consistent with to an extent uh showing up on stories more like I don't really look like looking at myself talking to myself but anywho uh have been showing up on stories a little bit more and it's interesting the comments that I get like I get a little message back saying hey I saw your post on the stories and this is what I did today after I watched you so I feel like just me showing up as authentic as I can yeah 
it, it is what it is. Uh, and connecting with my clients, like if, you know, the conversation, checking in with every single person that walks through your door, making them feel like they are seen from the word go, um, making sure that you're checking in with clients, like I'll send random voicemail messages to people, just checking in on them if things are going on, if I haven't seen them, if they're missing classes, whatever it may be. Uh, and I don't know, just connect, connecting with my clients on the level that they are at and seeking help for them if they're in a space where I just don't feel 100%, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like, right, well, you've been thinking about that for six months. Let's go. Let's go find someone to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I love about that, and I'm going to delve into a different direction, is none mm. of those talked about um, – they were all nurturing things. So a newsletter is, you know, so what, what happens with a lot of trainers is they do all the social media stuff and they put mm. people on their database and then they fucking mm. ignore them, mm. Um, mm. which is unhelpful. Um, and then also client care because client mm. care is the biggest form of retention mm. that we could actually mm. use. Yeah. So I love that those three things even the stories mm. it's like showing up on social media as you yeah. talking yeah. as an individual to people yeah and what are the actions that you've done to even get them onto your database in the first place uh so i have a couple of freebies on my website mm -hmm. uh there is a couple of like five day short courses that i've done they can jump in there or just generally giving them the link on the socials, I think just, and, and offering, I think conversations in DMs on in Instagram and things like yeah. that as well, which I've never really done before. Um, but I'm getting a lot more DMs sent with just one word going help, or I want to know more things like yep. that. Opening and, the conversation. And what about in your community? Like, what have you done to get them to your socials? Like going step by step back to. Like... Um, hmm. Well, <laughs> I don't know. They just arrive. I have no idea. Dude, have you got a car covered in branding or no? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so my flight, yeah, sorry. Flyers, so flyers are everywhere. Flyers are everywhere. Um, every newbie gets um, a little goodie bag and they've got yeah. like all my flyers and stickers and things like that in there. Uh, then all the GPs that I've seen, my professionals have got them on their desk. Um, ready to hand out if anyone needs assistance uh, in the shopping centres. Um, yeah, literally I wear my branding everywhere. I'm just about to do a new uh, summer um, edition bubble, bubble, bubble gum pink. So we're getting nice. away from black because my branding is black and aqua, but because summer's going to be so hot, we're doing a special edition bubble gum pink colour. Um, and the girls will be wearing that all summertime, so, which I'm super excited about. Nice. See, but that's yeah. what I, I mean, though. Like, it's it's like you have such a ease of doing of the way that you do things that it's mm. like someone listening could go, oh, there's people just showing up on her social media. And it's like, well, actually, no, you're yeah. out in your community consistently building relationships. And it's definitely layers upon layers upon layers mm. of doing the things. I think, you know, I mean, I definitely have days where I like, I don't want to do anything. I'm just going to just, I don't know, fluff. And do some fun stuff. And you get to but do that when now because you you've got the like, layers. You know, the other day I sat down for two hours and wrote my next article for Mumsafe, um, and yeah, and and booking in these appointments with 
physiotherapists and I'm just continually doing the layers, but I'm doing the laser in my own time. Mm. I feel because I'm literally going backwards. <laughs> what do you mean by going backwards? Well, like I started the business, got it to where it was, like, what am I doing now? Then I'm going, okay, let's start the layers. Let's do so the what foundations. Mean, let's yeah, do the, okay. the um, automations, the, all the things. But another thing now is that because I've got all that stuff set up in the background now, now I'm actually going through and diarising. I still need to revisit. Like it's not just a set and forget. You have to go back in mm. and look at what you've set up. Is it still relatable to the clientele that you've still got? Um, do I need to change some automation emails to be, you know, I found COVID in my other ones before. So like they've been rehashed. Um, yep. So it's just, yeah, it's a continual, continual evolution of where you are. And I think strategies, um, and procedures and diarising, like I have a task list, it's got to be done. Uh, and, yeah, that's that's how I'm rolling at the moment. I like it because you're really good at, like, in contrast to someone like um, Emma, Motivate yeah. Mum. So we yeah. did a podcast with Emma a while ago. Yeah. And she was like, I'm glad that I, I kind of jumped into MumSafe when I did because I didn't create things that I had to go back and yeah. undo. Yeah. And you're an example of someone that has created this mm. fantastic thing and mm. then you've systematically gone back and gone, okay, yeah. I've done this already. What mm. do I need to change, evolve, yeah. throw out, create yeah. new, make better? Yeah. Um, and you've step-by-step step put systems mm. and policies, procedures, mm. all of the things yeah. into a business that was already five years yeah. old or three Absolutely. years old. Yeah. 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 It's interesting how things can change and like even just – you know, you'll get a new lead in and you'd have to hop on to the next call or whatever it was. But in the meantime, if they're, which mums, they're online at like 9pm to midnight. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have a phone conversation then. But I've got automations that go, hey, I'm going to send you an email straight away. This is what me, check a video of me. So they've just got a little bit of nurturing before they've actually met me on yeah. the phone or face-to-face, -face, yeah. whatever it may be. Yeah, nice. so it's interesting how things change. But yeah. Nice. And tell us a little bit more about the um, the collaboration with the Allied Health that you're so creating. So the networking events around our Hills District area, so mm -hmm. Parramatta and Hills District, um, what I found was they meet when I've got my clients, like my busiest hours. You know, oh, peak, okay. peak times for PTs are mornings and um, evenings and I can't do any of that. Uh, so my space of thinking was how do I connect with as many people that either um, service-based women's health um, and pre-postnatal journeys for women mm -hmm. that we can meet on a quarterly basis, whatever it may be, and transform into from 2024 that we can elevate each other's businesses as a whole but still talk about the wants, needs and way that we sell our services to mm -hmm. these ladies and making sure that we're, you know, supporting each other, I think, because it is a um, sometimes exhausting space to work in, I think. You know, we don't know what our mums are going to give us one day to the next. And I think being in a space where other people get that niche, I think is 
it's going to be an awesome mm. space to be in. I think, Absolutely. Um, you know, the, the conversations we've had already, you know, oh, just thankful that you get who my target market is. You understand my, you know, the, the highs and the lows of running a business and yeah. And then obviously, you know, working through meeting times that work into my schedule, um, but, you know, can flow from 10.30 a.m. in between clients to an evening later um, when we're not in peak hour and things like that and weekends yeah. as well. Yeah. So if, if someone wanted to find out, like let's say there's a pelvic health physio who's located mm. in the, the Hills District mm. is listening, mm. where would they, we'll put this in the show notes anyway, but where would they yeah. go to find out about Yeah, so there about is that? a Facebook uh, group called okay, Women's cool. Health and Maternal journeys collab and they can join that there's a jump in and introduce there's heaps of introductions awesome. already uh and then the first uh catch up is on the 10th of november exciting super close Ooh, 10 days super close nice. yeah 10 days yeah lise if i asked you what you stand for just a random question just a random question i stand for educating our clients to use fun and movement to make them feel fit strong and worthy Amazing. Mm. I love it. <laughs> if somebody wants to find, if they're a mum, so not an exercise mm. profit, no, sorry, not an allied health professional. <laughs> well, they can come they, and find me if they're in the Hills District yeah, or yeah. Canada District, absolutely. Yeah. If they're a, a mum, where yeah. are they, aside from the MumSafe website, of course, yeah. but where are they going to hang out, watch your stories that we were talking about before? Yeah, where so do they go? on Instagram you can find me at Body Reset Fitness and on Facebook it is Body Reset Fitness Women's Health Specialist. Mm, cool. And if um, if you had a piece of, I hate the word advice, I said it before like last not advice because I don't like advice, but like something that words of wisdom to um, a personal trainer that might be listening, that mm -hmm. wants to work with mums, that, um, yeah, needs to take the next step and you can go in whatever direction that means for you, what would you say to them? What are like a couple of key things that you would offer them? For, um, okay. Uh, I would say step into a space of for one hour in a day, believe in yourself and do the things that are going to take you to that level. Just one hour a day, just one hour. It's amazing what can happen. And just believe that you are worthy enough to do the things. How good's that? Like that is the coolest bit of yeah. wisdom. Just believe, like you don't have to believe in yourself every day, but I feel like you just need to go, hey, for this one hour, I'm going to step in a space and I'm going to do all the things. So, okay, let's go a bit deeper because this is cool. Mm. <laughs> what if they yeah. sit, they go do something for an hour yeah. and it's like, I'm going into this, I yeah. believe in myself. And then all yeah. of a sudden the thoughts and the, you know, comparison and the, the words and, and stuff start to creep yeah. in. Do they like shrink that to a minute a day and then grow it? Or are Absolutely. there actions and Absolutely. things that they Take, can do? Yeah, I think, you know, you have those little nanoseconds that you're just like, yeah, I'm going to do this. and you know, what we're doing mum safe is write our three things and then our five bullet points after each thing, What, how we're going to do that. And I think planning is a big thing. And, you know, mm. planning may take you one hour, um, but then it might be not till two days later that you actually start to action that in that next hour. So, so you believe in yourself to create a plan in that mm -hmm. hour that you believe in yourself, mm -hmm. you sit down, you yeah, do it over you coffee, it. wine, whatever Absolutely. it is, yeah. could be out for a run. So yeah. you plan for an hour yeah. in the space of I 100% believe in myself mm. and mm -hmm. know that 
you get to execute that plan mm. in whatever fucking headspace you're in. I've sworn a lot in this episode. Yeah. So I apologize to anyone. I don't know what's going on. Clearly very excited today. Very excited. And I think um, the other one would be talk about what you want to do more. I think once it comes out into the universe, it feels so much easier. Yeah. And that's obviously falling into that space where you're speaking to the right people that support you and go, hey, that's cool. Like that is really cool. That is such a massive thing. And it's something that I learned a good few years ago now. I did a program called Key Person of Influence. And one of their phrases is you get what you pitch for. Mm. And I was like, that's pretty cool. So if I just start pitching and telling people what mm. I want, yeah. eventually it's going to come true. They'll come. And I can mm. wholeheartedly put my hand on mm. my heart. I should know mm-hmm. where it is. And I mirror, <laughs> mirror image of myself. Um <laughs> It's so true. Like I want to go work overseas and I want my fitness business to take me overseas. Sweet. And the next minute Mm. I know I'm working with Club Man or I'm teaching a course overseas. I want to, and there's something coming for next. Like I've been talking and you know, um, Lisa, like I talked to the mum safe retreat about, Mm. I want to move into tech. Like I really want to move into Mm. like, what does mum safe look like in the tech Mm. space? And Mm. I've been pitching that and I'm not going to tell everyone what's happened, but something has happened in my Mm. background to go, Mm. we're going to start shifting you. The universe is going to start shifting you into that space because you are articulating to the world and going, Mm. Hey, this is what I feel like doing, or this is what I think would be awesome. And I've seen Mm. you do it with the, um, with your well, one with your mums and bubs groups and now they're mm. almost full because mm. a few months ago you're like I don't fucking know what's going on because yeah. they're, not, they're not like my other clients <laughs> the mums and bubs they're like no yeah. they're not yeah um, no. and then two with your you know with Club. the yeah. yeah yeah it's very cool it's I think you know once you talk about it but I think it's a self-belief in yourself that you start talking about it on a regular occasion it just becomes yeah. natural it's coming yeah it's it's um, I think self-belief is a is a huge thing when you want to yeah. move the needle a little bit more. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a big thing, right? It can be and Absolutely not. No. Yeah. No, definitely yeah. not. No, not huge. Not no. yet anyway. I love it. <laughs> It's going there. I just mean more to make it relatable, like because people listening are like, "Oh my god!" Like, how how big does it have? It's like literally doesn't have to be big at all. Like, no, and it could be just I'm just going to get two more. I think you know. Mm. Well, my goal is three more clients. That's my main aim for. I've got three spots available. Three spots for available for mums and bubs or whatever it may be, yeah. and that's it. That's my goal. So, yeah. what are my steps that I need to do? to get that happening. And how many people can I tell about my three spots? How many people can I tell and spread the word and all the things and invite friends along and have some fun because term four is really fun. And then you get a Christmas party (laughs) at the end. (laughs) Lise, thank you so much for spending time with me. Pleasure. um, You know, in the Facebook group, in the Mumsay Facebook group, you know, if someone asks a question, you're always like one of the first few people if not the first to offer I love helping I know how it feels when you need help and that's what I do yeah I love to give back as well yeah thank you for giving back today and spending time with us because I know how much how valuable other people's experiences and journeys can be no matter where you are on your journey um and thanks for just being not just I shouldn't say just ever (laughs) thank you for being an amazing human who I've had the privilege to spend a lot of time with over the last couple of years Jen Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Yeah, you you too. Bye. Thanks, Jen. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Mum Safe Movement podcast. Before I let you go, I wanted to remind you about my very exciting three-day event that I have coming up in November. I've designed an immersive and empowering three-day boot camps, especially for exercise professionals who work with mums. Now, I truly understand the unique challenges that we all face in balancing our professional aspirations with the demands of motherhood. And I'm here to help you and to provide you with the tools and knowledge that you need to succeed in this space whilst balancing it all. Join me on the 8th, 9th and 10th of November from 12.30 till 1.30 p.m. Daylight Saving Time for what I'm excited will be an awesome three days. So if you're a fitness professional passionate about making a difference for mums in the industry and you want to make a difference in your own life, you need to be part of this bootcamp experience. You can head to gendugard.com forward slash bootcamp to grab your spot completely for free. Thank you so much for being with us today. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure to have one more conversation that takes us closer to our goal of safe and effective exercise for all women at every stage of motherhood. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, make sure you hit follow wherever you listen to your podcast rate and review so more people can join us next time. And if you particularly loved this episode, please do share it on your socials and make sure to tag me. For further information about anything we've talked about, head to gendugard.com. And if you want to connect with me in person, head over to my Instagram at gendugard. And if you want to join the mission and become a MumSafe trainer, make sure you join the wait list for the next time doors open to welcome new MumSafe trainers into our tribe. Thank you for your voice in this space. Have a beautiful day.